Hi, welcome back to the Trail Runners Experience. I am joined today by Steve Brennan. He joins me all the way from Melbourne. How's it going, Steve? Hi, Dan. Yes, I'm good, mate. Thanks. Yeah, good to good to uh, have you on the podcast. And um, so, yeah, we just we'll just jump straight into a bit of a conversation. I've been out of action with the podcasting for a little while, so we'll um, get the conversation flowing eventually. But hopefully, won't, I won't stumble too much. <laughs> and, um, yeah no so um yeah so tell us about yourself steve you're a you're a runner of sorts yeah so, that's it yeah so um i think i'm uh, maturing in age these days let's say <laughs> um so you know you, you kind of running career um as your body kind of gets older um starts to struggle a bit so therefore uh, i'm active still and um in my own kind of running career I suppose, um, you know, I've, I've, I've gone from being a track athlete um, as a young whippersnapper to um, training with like a good bunch of marathon runners uh, coming through to doing cross-country roads. And then um, when I moved to a different area, I realised fell running was around. And I thought, ooh, that looks interesting. Um, it looks quite um, like a, a different sport to what I'd been used to. So I started with that and then... Um, now, can you I did road uh, running and track running and then came back full circle and then I, I moved to Australia about what was it um, probably 17 years ago and when oh, I came wow. over um, I joined like a, a, a local kind of jogging club and I had some fun with them and made some great great friends and um, entered a few trail races and it kind of rolled from there really brilliant sorry I um I, I sort of cut you off before because I'm talking about Fell running. I didn't want to forget because I don't know a, a great deal about fell running, but like maybe just can you just like elaborate on the terms? I think we I kind of know a bit about it. Yeah. So to me, anyway, fell running is um, similar to kind of mountain running. It was a very kind of um, um, sport that was started, let's say, around like, you know, kind of like country fairs. So therefore, it was just basically a local community that came together. And they would do things like wrestling and um, sprinting on the grass. And there might be a grass track there and there might be um, the tug of war. And this kind of started um, in like, you know, even as back, I suppose, as, as far as the 11th or 12th kind of century. Um, but it, it kind of, um, uh, the fell race was always uh, one of the kind of top events where basically the locals would turn up and yeah, they would yeah. maybe run around the local kind of oval and then there would be a hill in the distance and it would be the first person to the top and then back to the oval, as you'd call it, or, you know, the parklands, as we'd call it. Yeah, and, right. Um, yeah. It's kind of different to trail running in a way because um, as soon as you get out onto, like, the kind of farmer's fields, let's say, so the farmer's fields would be not marked. So you'd, you'd come in through, like, a five-bar gate and you'd see, like, the, you know, where you were supposed to be, which would be yeah, the highest yeah. point on the hill and you'd run up there as, well yeah as, as as best as you can so you know you in unlike like a a trail race where most of it's kind of marked out where you'd come into yeah. you know a trail and you just follow a trail up you just have a green field in front of you and like the first two may go right um the next 10 may go straight up the hill and and uh, next, the yeah. next 50 might go left and we're all taking different paths to try and find the quickest way to ascend that's um, brilliant and then yeah. turn around and you come back, you know, the quickest way down. So, you, as you can imagine, coming down the hills with no paths. Um, yeah. Be quite fun. eventful, let's say. Like um, the cheese rolling. 
Like the Jesus. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you've seen those pictures, you kind of get the picture of what fell running could be like. Yeah. Um, especially for the front runners because, you know, they they could be coming downhill at 20k an hour down an yeah. unmarked path. I can um, absolutely see how this would be um, being having a, a running, a fell running background, how it would, you know, be an advantage coming into trail running because it's so, it sounds significantly harder, you know, like in terms of, you know, you're not, yeah, it's not clearly marked. So there is that navig- sense of navigation. You've got to have a good sense of, um, geography don't you like that's it so like a lot of fell runners will turn up and they'll as they'll say they'll scope the fell out beforehand so they'll kind of see um, oh i think that's the best line and they'll talk to other people and they'll you know they'll try and run the best line but the best line may not be the best line that day because of you know it could have rained or whatever or um so it's a it's kind of finger in the air which is the best way to the top of the hill and back again and that's incredible i mean It'd be great to see something like that here in Australia, like that whole race. It's a fell races still occur, obviously, you know. Like, oh, it's huge. Yeah, in the yeah. UK, you know, yeah, like um, over on. here, you'd kind of call it like mountain running. Yeah. Um, but in the UK, it's huge. Like probably, let's say, the UK mountain running team will be um, 80% fell runners. Right. And then there'll be other people who are just like, you know, good at trail races or even, you know, track guys who are just quick on the flat but can climb as well yeah that's brilliant no it is it's really interesting i that's a gap in my knowledge that i didn't i I knew i knew vaguely about it but i didn't know that much information it sounds fun i would love to do that so now i've got something to uh to think about (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's a great sport and it's very natural and you know the people are, are very friendly and you know they'll turn up and they'll run on a wednesday night in the summer um, and then at the end, everybody will all get together and you know, they might go down the pub and have a few jars together. So it's that kind of community thing. Yeah, um, right. Very cheap to run. You know, it's not big organisations that run these things normally. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, that is, you know, who yeah. knows what the future will be. Oh, exactly. It'll become part of the World Athletics Federation in no time. That's um, it, mate. <laughs> um, but no, but that... That brings me on to the next thing I wanted to talk to you about because obviously you've got a keen interest in the mountain running and mm. that interest is more than just do it. Like you do a lot around that too, you know, You aside from just running. What else do you do? Like what do you do in mountain So running? basically um, I started coaching um, probably – I did some back in the UK but most of it was probably from about 2015 um, um, when I could see that there was uh, some people who had got talent but – were I suppose similar to the fell runners in a way, didn't take themselves too seriously. Um, but I could see that with a bit more training that was more specific, they mm. might be able to be better at the sport. So yeah. um, I helped um, two women initially, and um, uh, one of them went to the the, the world champs. Um, like a year later, to represent Australia, and then I thought, oh, yeah, this looks interesting. Um, I've obviously got a bit more talent than maybe I thought I had initially. So obviously, as your your confidence grows, um, I took on more athletes. Some of them were track athletes. Some of them were cross country boys and girls, and um, um, obviously trail running as well, really. And I always felt as though that was my kind of forte: cross country and fell fell running that became trail trail running over here. Um, so I've kind of tried to use all that knowledge of what would it be over 40 years of, of running 
and listening to good coaches um, and creating my own kind of idea on what was the best way to get more out of individuals and keep the fun in it as well, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is, um, that's, yeah, brilliant. The, the, so the coaching pathway, obviously you've come into contact with some really good runners. Um, and mm. I mean, you, I know you said you train a couple of marathon runners as well. Yeah. Like that's yeah, how we indeed. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, all sorts of runners really that I've kind of picked up over the years and tried to help, try to, you know, mentor and try to coach. There's, there's more to it than just like writing a schedule copy and paste and you know sending it off and hopefully they'll they'll improve um, i think you could you just got to know the person and try and get to know you know what their life's all about and then you can create a, create a better plan and you know what their future would like to be yeah. in their eyes and then you can try and um pull strings if you like to um to give them a, a, an easier pathway or at least a, a professional kind of pathway forward yeah yeah no it's um it's it's really good. I mean, obviously, I've said this, but as a, as being a coach, you're more than just. I mean, you end up becoming so many. You wear a lot of different hats, so to speak. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um because you, I, my theory is that they're not just a, a runner is not just a pair of legs and a set of lungs. You know, there's they're, they're a whole person, and there's a lot of things you've got to contend with, and not many people even really have the opportunity to. That life is busy, you know what I mean? Like, so you yeah, can't, exactly. yep. yeah. So, I think good coaches, um, know how to find that, help them find that balance. Um, the other question I, I was going to ask you, like, this is sort of getting into the meat of it fairly quickly, but like, there's obviously the big question that always comes up, like, the commonalities between, say, a marathon runner and a mountain runner, like. How does one help the other and vice versa? Like, in your opinion, because I mean, I, obviously, I spend, I spend a lot of time thinking about this and it's just, it'd be really nice to hear another coach's perspective. So like, you know, rather than looking at what the differences are, what are the real commonalities that we can draw from helping? One I think it's, other? um, especially with what, well, you know, there's trail races and trail races, isn't there really? So yeah. if I could just explain from my perspective anyway. Um, you've got like your shorter kind of races if we can just deal with this first so like your yeah. VKs which should be like your vertical kilometre that um, would normally be just an uphill race um, that uh, may get like a thousand metres plus of elevation within a short period let's say um, yeah. five, five to seven K um, so that takes a certain type of athlete that can climb and then you've got like your up and down kind of races. So, you know, it may be like 13, 14K with maybe five, 600 of elevation. So that creates a different kind of athlete again. And then uh, moving into kind of your question, I'd probably say like, yeah. you know, your 40K and 80K kind of runners. Your 40K is more kind of um, where obviously you, your good marathon kind of um, men and women um, could do well. Um, especially over the trail, if they've just got that time on the legs, time yeah, on the legs yeah. is everything really. I think you can you can teach um, trail running to most people um, just by putting them on flatter trails before you put them on kind of hillier stuff. Yeah, I agree. So, like that gradation, kind of like starting. I generally think about starting flattish and yeah, and just gradually over weeks and months introduce steeper, rockier. You know. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. different. 
uh, muscle fibers and you know construction isn't it i think people who yeah. just run on the road on flat all the time they've got a certain type of muscle which is great for that but i think you've just got to be a lot more rounded as like a trail mountain or a fell yeah. runner you know um, the thing that i really battle with though is um you know where's that sweet spot between doing just enough and i think that's the million dollar question when it comes to coaching you know how much vert versus flat terrain should you be doing you know to get the most out of an athlete i think it's depending on what kind of races people are looking at um yeah that's that's my kind of viewpoint really um you know some of the races are, are more extreme than others uh, yeah. you could run like let's say like um like a trail marathon that's probably got that could have like 700 meters of elevation or you could run one that would be up in <laughs> let's say the the alps um which could be you know four thousand so yeah i think you've got to base on be what the specific. race is yeah. that's it to what your try what your um mm. for where you're going really yeah so yeah i think you're probably on the same camp as me in terms of more is not always better like when it comes to vert like and i think enough vert is i always think it like that like you got to do um yeah be specific to what the race is calling for in your training so, yeah. Very much so, and I think also yeah. too much vert. Um, I think people just get lost in their ego, and they just think vert is everything. Whereas yeah. I don't think it is because I think um, in 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 most runners, um, the perspective is is like you said, uh, more is better. Whereas if it slows you down, then where are your gains? That's yeah. the way I look at it. So it, there is that sweet spot that you got to find and. For each individual athlete, everybody's different. So, yeah, so what is what is right for each person? I don't know. I think, um, um, and the other thing that I kind of find is uh, races. People don't race often enough these these times, or they either do that or they race too often. Um, so it seems as though people are frightened of races. Yeah, I, I it's funny on the races front because when I was growing up, running, doing cross country, and that I remember. My, my best friend who was a runner, his dad was like a, a a marathon runner and he would always say, oh, you should only you should do no more than three marathons a year. And, yep. um, and like, but you hear people doing like, you know, obviously they do consecutive marathons or they'll do, you know, that if I said to someone, you can only do three marathons a year, a lot of people freak out, especially like ultra runners. And I'm like, yep. you know, you, you, but I think that holds true. If you really want to run them well, you know, <laughs> yeah. How can you recover otherwise? Yeah, and develop. You, know, you can. Uh, you, some people can go and run a marathon um, every weekend, but what are you trying to achieve? If you're yeah. just trying to achieve, yeah, all right. I've done um, a specific number of marathons in a year, or I've done like all the majors. Well, fair enough. But have you attained um, the fastest that you can run? So improved. it just depends on where yeah. your goals are, isn't it? Really, Absolutely. is it the quantity? Or is it the quality? Yeah, that's that is, and it's very much. I'm, I've I've been on both sides of it, to be honest. I've sometimes yep. gone chasing quantity, and um, not just in races, but in yeah, similar things. But uh, yeah, no, it, I, I don't know. I think yeah, there is. I worry about over racing, and um, with a lot of my my runners, and I am always trying to talk them down off the edge, so to speak. Yeah, you know? yeah, but but yeah, so um. With your with the whole mountain running and coaching side of things, you, you know we sort of look at the 
the way the sport of trail running and mountain running has grown, like it's looking, do you ever think it'll make it to the Olympic Games? Like that's a big end, you know, in terms of that's sort of the ultimate level. I think it could. Yes, definitely. Um, I think trail running, especially with the, the rise of the Golden Trail series, it's kind of, it's getting more sexy these days, I guess. Um, yeah. I kind of look at it like Zagame, for instance. Um, it's kind of like Tour de France when they're climbing up some of the um, the big climbs. Yeah. Um, and I see how it is and just think, well, yeah. And the amount of money that's going into it from certain brands. Well, it, it used to be just Salomon, but I do understand these days that a lot of the other brands are getting into it. Um, obviously, there's a great return, isn't there? If they've got YouTube yeah. cha- channels and um, massive TV um, um, uh, selection all over the world, then yes. um, you know there's it's 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 a changing brand itself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot more money in the sport than there used to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's amazing to have seen it. I really would love to see it. Um, I always thought it would be cool. They could piggyback it on, like, because mountain biking is at the Olympics. They yep. could they could piggyback it on that, you know. Have some of the yeah, simple, yeah. you know, they do all the work. But um, I don't know. I think a, something like a vertical K would be really interesting. <laughs> you oh, know? it's phenomenal, and it? it's such a yeah. a great event. And I suppose you know, if you can, well, if you look at coming back to the Golden Trail series again. Yeah. If you look at the kind of videos that they're shooting these days where they're getting top quality athletes who um, are maybe not just racing that day and they'll get them to run with a camera in yes. front of, you know, people they, they know very well so they know how they move. Um, and on the faster kind of sections, they're putting, well, it looks like a GoPro, whether it is or not, I'm not 100% sure, but like a GoPro on somebody's chest and they're following the athletes down some, you know, some tricky old climbs really and yeah, tricky descent. So, it's amazing. We're creating uh, a different environment from, you know, coming back to what we were saying about foul running being like very natural and, you know, anybody would turn up. Um, like I said, it's it's becoming far more sexy these days, I think. Yeah, it's really cool. But um, so what about the like the growth here in Australia? Like what what do you how where do you see it going? Obviously, like road running is still bigger um, as a if you had to break running into the two halves like that, you know, <laughs> yep. but, but um, obviously with, with money overseas, it's going to create a, a, a knock on effect here for bigger races. And there's some pretty decent races here in Australia. Um, oh, I think so. And, and obviously with, there's a lot more money these days with um, the brands like Spartan becoming involved and like, um, you know, UTMB, which is huge. And they're trying to move into like, um, into Oceania and Asia um, because obviously they can see this like massive kind of markets. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to manipulate that and, and bring more people, well, make it a world sport as yeah. opposed to a, a kind of more European with a bit of um, added flair in the past from like America's. Um, and then, um, you know, trying to move into other areas. And then you look at like the rise of, let's say, Kenya and Uganda this year. Who yeah. were just, they're coming through through world mountain running. And through the Golden Trail series, so uh, yeah. probably chasing the money, and I can't blame them because exactly. I'm sure it's uh, there's a lot of good athletes um, coming out of Kenya, um, yeah. so they can't all be, you know, two o one guys for the marathon. So I'm I'm sure they're looking for that kind of. But I think uh, it's a good payday, you know. Unfortunately, I think it's. I mean, this sounds really bad, but I think like 
and these are sort of the second tier runners that are coming out in terms of because the bigger money is obviously still on the roads. So yep. you 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 keep Kipchogis and all that, like they're they're going to stay on the road no matter what, you know. But um, these guys, you could be a two o, like you say, a two o five, two o six runner in Kenya. You'd probably be number five hundredth. You'd be you'd be ranked about five hundredth in the country running that yeah. pace, you know. So, yeah, that's it. So why yeah. wouldn't you take that opportunity? Yeah, uh, especially if somebody's coming from a poorer community or whatever. Mm. Um, I've got no problem at all, you know. It's, yeah, it's, that makes the sport what, exciting. They're just trying to earn a living for their families, so that's yeah. cool. And, but it also brings everyone up. Like we're all, you know, like I just think it's yeah, it's, it's a, definitely. I think trail running has been a a rich a rich country sport for a very long time, you know, it's because it is. I know, but now the I guess with the African nations, and, and I, I'm trying to say it in a way that doesn't sound. Racist because I I don't mean I because I I think I just think it's valid that every that every country is, has a chance to represent and so that's where I think um it would be really cool on the world stage like at the Olympics but I mean whether the Olympics Olympics will ever pick it up is another thing altogether but anyway yep. but I, I just think that um it's great that there's African countries hopefully that we're not getting um the, I know there's been a few cases of people um. Um, cheating like um, yeah through doping yep, yep yeah through doping and so yeah but i guess whenever there's money it's going to happen <laughs> you know? i think so yeah yep. yeah but, whatever sport it seems to be the same doesn't it so yeah um it, it is a shame but that is the reality of um uh, people trying to look after their families in a way or greed isn't it you know yeah. if they can't break through then um you know, people uh, move on to different things to try and gain that advantage over their competitors Yes. Um, so what is your, um, this is sort of just a, a slight left turn away from mountain running because we've got yep. the, here in Australia coming up in Bathurst is the World Cross Country Championships. Yep. I don't know if you're keep, keeping abreast of that. That's going to oh, be. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Especially yeah. from um, where I live in Victoria. Um, yeah. There's a, like a huge cross country road and track kind of um, um, support of the local community and there's a lot of quality athletes here, so uh, it's gr- it's a great place for athletes to grow up, definitely. And a lot of those will be going to um, to the world champs. Yeah. So that it's just cross, it's just phenomenal that it's right. it's actually yeah. in this country, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it's such a great. I just sport. hope it's supported. Sorry, I just hope it's supported by um, other countries around the world because obviously, you know, we are a, a long way from a lot of places. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see who actually turns up to race. I've seen um a few Americans of who I who I follow on Twitter on their way for it, like um so, but I cannot call the name. But in saying all that, like there's Australia's got like an amazing team for their relay. There's a four by two k relay, and yeah, uh, that's it's, right. Yeah, it's an unusual concept. Four by two kilometers mixed relay, so two two men, two women. And so, yeah, it'd be very interesting, especially on the yeah. course that it is up in Mathurst. Yeah, and they've got our best, some of our best track runners, you know, but Ollie Hall, um, yeah. Stuart McSwain, and Jessica Hull, like they're all world class, you know, athletes. And if anything, oh, phenomenal. I think yeah, Australia's chance for a podium in that, to be honest, because they, they do pretty well. But I mean, African countries again, um, they, they'll, they may show up. 
be good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Only time will tell. But, you know, Sam, again, it's great that it's in Australia. Yeah. Isn't it? Because we don't normally get these things. So uh, no, when we do, happen. then hopefully um, the support will come out and yeah. um, go and watch the, the phenomenal athletes in our country. It's like a precursor. It's just another version of trail running. Well, trail running is just a more extreme version of cross country. You know, yeah, and, I would just say it's 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 uh, cross country running with more hills, or yeah. more overt, you know, steeper hills. A bit longer. That's what it is, really, isn't it? So yeah, and then fell running's probably fits somewhere in, on the other side of that. In further yeah, maybe so. Yeah, fell running yeah. and mountain running, but um, that's it. And don't go looking at sky running because that's a different thing altogether. Uh yeah. Um, I did buffalo, and that's kind right, of okay. yeah. sky running. It's just um, yeah. Long and far, you know, <laughs> long and like yep. lots of elevation. But um, that's it. We've got um, the Australian Mountain Running Championships are coming up fairly soon, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. So I believe it's going to be in Orange in uh, New South Wales at the Volcanic Challenge. Um, yeah. So um, that'll be interesting. I've run it myself. Yeah. Um, or I've run on that course in the Mountain Champs. I can't remember what it was. 2016, I think it was. So it's an um, interesting course with um, yeah. like three three little hills, let's say, um, <laughs> and like a, a fast start and a fast finish. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, a good challenge, I suppose, uh, you yeah. could say. Yeah, and then, so what month, when did you say that was? What month? Um, so that's going to be in, um, I can't see the date up on, so February, February, March, March. Yeah, yeah, I've got the date in front of me. Excuse me. Oh, no, worries. no, I'm just really. That's one I'm definitely interested in as well because I just yep. I think if it, and like we, Australia has got some great runners, and you know I think for mountain running you can like as we we're saying before. I mean, basically you can draw from lots of different sports. You can tr- train people to run mountains. I mean, I guess you know, like at the core of it, what makes a good athlete? Like the the fundamentals they've got to be very very fit. And, you know, <laughs> you got to have good good VO2 max, you know, good aerobic fitness overall. And so I think the best aerobic, most aerobically fit athletes have got to be marathon runners, you think? I don't know. That's my guess, you know. Um, yeah, um, I or think faster. my personal thoughts are um, uh, mountain runners, for instance, um, don't have to come from like pure kind of trial. Um, they could come from anything like track, road, cross country. I think um, you could train, for instance, a good cross country runner to be a good trail runner, good mountain runner. Um, you just got to change. Basically, probably put one session in a week that's on a kind of um, hilly uh, course, and I think your gains your gains will be huge. But you know, if you look at people like uh, Steve Monaghetti, he would have never said he, he was a trail runner or a mountain runner. But if you looked at his his um, vert that he did every week, he'd be running the similar to you know the kind of pro runners over here now because he'd just yeah. run in the bush yeah. as he'd say on like you know probably a Wednesday and a Sunday, but you wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. So um, I think that's that's kind of what you know. So you either look at it from that perspective, or some of the guys that were just you know pure pure and girls um, uh, pure climbers and can climb up like a VK. At yeah. uh, 20%, and they're still running, you know, um, six minute Ks. Now, yeah, a lot yeah. of people struggle to run that on the flat, never mind up a 20% climb. Yeah. It's fascinating. Because I, I had a really, 
I sort of did an experiment on myself, right? Sounds really bad. <laughs> um, but I, I had a, um, when I was in New Zealand recently, I went and I did, I ran up Roy's Peak, which is in Lake Wanaka, beautiful spot. Um, yep. Roy's Peak is a pretty popular, very runnable trail, except that it's at 20% and it goes up, the mountain goes up to about 1600 meters, I think, or maybe 1500. But yeah, that's great. I, but so I, um, it's just a continuous climb. But I, so I thought I'm going to run. I had my watch set up so I could see the vert. I'm going to do a thousand meters. So it's unofficial. Now, and, and I'm going to run as hard as I can after, for a thousand meters of vert and I'll stop and see what, um, what time I get. And what I found it was really interesting. I, I did it. I was pretty happy with how I got in under the hour. Um, but it's about six and a half kilometers. And I, um, the thing that was interesting, my, my legs felt, great the whole but my limiting factor was my heart rate had absolutely peaked my heart yeah. rate peaked early and just stayed there or when i say peaked it was probably sitting at not 95 you know the whole time up i was red yeah and it was it was i mean it is that's how you got to run those sorts of thi- things i think but so I'm, and if you're going to obviously train for that then that's yeah. what you got to kind of do but you got to probably do it in shorter bursts yeah, You're with me. So, like, um, what I get some of my athletes to do in the past is, you know, probably a session on a similar climb to that, where they're doing like one k climbs, and yeah. then they might have five hundred meters like slow jog back down, and then they go again yeah. with an effort of you know probably not redlining but just underneath, so probably like a ninety percent um, kind of effort again, just to try and get that the yeah. body used to running at that kind of pace. Um, so you know it's similar to what would you do with a track athlete you'd do the same kind of thing yeah. you'd give them let's say a 1k um, um, like tempo effort with like um, half kind of time recovery so let's say they're doing um, four minutes then a two minute um, either static or a, a two minute slow jog and then go again really that's what we're looking for that heart rate um, to start to peak and then for yeah. it to try yeah. and creep back down before you go again really and that's where you get your your advances yeah absolutely no yeah those short recovery periods um no that's that's funny there is definitely the i can see the commonality so basically would you say that you could do nearly any track workout on the side of a hill and get a similar would that would that be have similar adaptive qualities i think so but obviously if you're just starting then uh, I'd probably say, you know, run instead of, it could be, you know, you can get um, changes from just running, let's say, a 30-second climb at tempo. I think if you do, let's say, even if you do, if you started off in your run, say, let's say, six, um, with like a jog back recovery, you're going to get changes uh, because yeah. your body's yeah. going to be able to cope um, with it better. And obviously, it's the same with everything. The more you do it, as long as you're not, as long as you've got the right kind of recovery, um you're going to get changes in in um, in structure. Therefore, you can add on to that. And it's just layering, just the same as, as all yeah, running yeah. or same as any kind of training, really. You layer on top of each other, just a thin veneer each time. That's and then, it. Um, and then you, you know, you're less likely to get injured because obviously if you come from uh, running on the flat all the time and then suddenly you're, you know, you're trying to run 2,000 metres of verts in a week, you're probably going to get injured. So... Let's yeah. not do that. Yeah. Let's just try and creep up, just the same as if yeah. you're um, it, you're training for a marathon, let's say, and you're starting off and you're running 50k a week. 
and you just try and say, all right, let's do it over the next 12 weeks and we'll try and build it up to, let's say, yeah. 75 yeah. or 80. And then are you going to be a better runner when it comes to the day? Yeah. 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 I think definitely you'll, you'll, uh, you'll have gains over what you were as an athlete who was running 50k a week. Yes. But it takes some, everything takes patience in this sport, you know? Yeah. You, people, and I think that's the problem in society somewhat these days. Um, mm. People want instant, um, instant gains, which, uh, I think in any sport, it, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Or it happens yeah. very rarely. Exactly. Exactly. The best, I always say the best hack is just to show up every day. That's it. That's it. Layering yeah. on top of each other. Even yeah. if you just, you know, you're starting off, as I'd say to people who are just, you know, who are running 30k a week and trying to improve, just say, just try and run every day. Just don't do any particular effort. Um, but just get out there and, and get your, let's say 30 minutes a day in. And then, you know, after a couple of weeks, let's make it 35 a day. So you're not changing things massively, but you are getting gains because you're running every day. It's um, it, it's so simple yet so complicated. It <laughs> it's yeah. um, it's so true. But it's funny because I do think we overcomplicate things as coaches. I do it, and everyone does it. Humans do it, but like sometimes it's good to take just a step back and realize it can be quite simple. But in saying all that. I love creating workouts. I think in being, you know, I find it interesting because you can emulate race environments in workouts, workouts that are designed to test you mentally, some that are designed to test, you know, a particular system in your body. And, um, yeah, it, I think workouts are fun, you know, so. Oh, definitely. And I think keep it fresh as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who's definitely for that. And even for like, you know, for road runners, for instance, I always try and get them on a Sunday to go and ring the hills because they'll yeah. run somewhere completely different. And I think it freshens up. It, you're getting gains, but I think you're getting gains mentally as well because you're running somewhere different, seeing different things, maybe running with different people. Um, Absolutely. I think that's better. I like, you know, trail running is all about community, I think. More often than not, most of us are, are training with other people. Um I, uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, the community is a huge part of it. I'll tell you what, there's some, there are, it's fun, like doing, doing things as a coach that can be, um, you know, creating fun for people essentially, because people are going to go, Oh, yeah, I'll do that. So I, I mean, one of my favorite, I've done this a few times and I've recommended it to a few of my athletes is I downloaded this app. Um, it was a, it's like, um, just to keep someone was having a break, they'd done a big race and they needed a couple of weeks of just chilled out running with not much structure. And um, so they I told them to download this app. It's called Zombies Run. I'm not sponsored by it. They can sponsor <laughs> it. And, yep. and basically, it's a story. You listen to this audio story, but every now and again, and they give you instructions. And every now and again, you're being chased by a zombie. And, um, yeah, right. Okay. So you're doing yeah. a fart leg, really, aren't you? Yeah. So, and the idea is you, it actually notices if you've got to pick up your pace, yep. you to, like to get away from the zombies and you can hear it in stereo in your headphones. Yeah. Come, oh, cool. And, and yeah, then, I've never, know, I've never heard that one, but yeah. You can hear yeah, them coming out of one that. side or it's, something. That's it. You're, what you're doing, you, you know, uh, you're creating more interest, aren't you? Uh, yeah. one of the sessions, like as a kid, uh, one of my old coaches, um, would give us like a piece of paper. So it was like a, like it was a, a track session or it'd be around a pack a park 
And um, he'd give us all a bit of paper and it'd say, like, you know, at four minutes, you've got to run one minute hard. So nobody knew what each one had got, but you knew that you'd basically got to follow the pack, whatever they were running. And when it came to, you know, your your point in the session, that was your time to go to the front. doesn't matter, you know, um, how fast you were running per se. Everybody would follow you. So they'd know, know that you were in the front and then that's it. They'd all slot in behind you. So... It just creates interest, and I think trail running's um, kind of in a way similar to this, isn't it? Where you can go out and you can run different places, and yeah, you know, yeah. well, there's a you know, there's a, a a lovely mountain that I haven't run up before, and whatever, and you go up and you get to the top and you feel exhilarated um, because you're there with your friends, and it, you know, it's, it might be seven o'clock in the morning, you might have run for an hour, and you're at the top of a climb, and you look over it and go, oh, this is yeah. living life. It is living. That's exactly right, and it's great. You got there under your own steam. Exactly. You, you took your, your own legs, carried you up there. No, it's it's an amazing sport. There's um one more thing workout related that I wanted to bring up with you because I discovered a new workout just recently, and it, I'm I'm going to incorporate it. But it's um I don't know if it's the the Kip the Elliot Kipchoge challenge. Um, I'm okay. gonna have to make some variations, but what the challenge is, and a bunch of YouTubers and stuff were attempting the challenge, and so basically it is. So Kipchoge's current world record, his his average pace was two minutes fifty three per kilometer, right? Which is yep. blazingly fast, you know. Indeed, so, yeah, yeah. For for most people, most people couldn't even keep that pace for a hundred meters. Um, and but he um, so the idea is you run two hundred meters. At his pace, right at two fifty three. So you yep. work, and then you have a two minute recovery, and then you have to try and run. If you got through the two hundred, then you have to do the four hundred. So you do four hundred meters at two fifty three per kilometer, and you keep adding, and then two minutes recovery, and then basically you keep adding two hundred meters on until you fail. You know, yeah. it's um, fantastic, yeah, or, or up until it gets to a mile. You know, there's this guy on YouTube that did it called the Athlete Special, and I I watched it. He's pretty impressive. He did the full thing, so he ran the last mile, um, in like four thirty seven or something, which is very quick. Yeah, it's quick. And yeah, after doing all that, but it just makes you really appreciate how um how bloody fast the man is when you see these really fit guys that are barely able to do that. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And if you watch Kipchoge, for instance, he's so efficient. Oh, um, he just looks as though he's floating, doesn't it? And does. um, I'm sure we've all looked and and uh, thought, I wish I could run like him. But exactly. hey, we're all individuals and we all try our best to be the best we can. As long exactly. as we enjoy our sport um, and like we said, with community, um, I, I think, you know, it's a better day for us to get out there and do a run. Absolutely. And yeah, so, and that's, I mean, that speaking of Kipchoge, he's a humble um, champion. And he he's all about the community as well, you know. He you know he's he said he's never he would never be as good as he was if it wasn't for the guys that he trains with, you know. Like oh, totally, yeah, I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose in a way I've got an example of that. Um, when I was a a young whippersnapper coming up, on I was lucky because uh, I ran for a good club. Uh, they were just the local club, but they were probably you know the premiers as it were, as you guys would call them. And yeah. um, it was a 16-year-old. There was guys who could run, quite a lot of guys who could run under 220 for a marathon. So, obviously, the quality was just immense. And 
you'd start off and, you know, you get spat out the back about halfway through and the guys are still chatting. And then, um, you know, maybe like, well, I think it's like six months later, I've lasted all the way to the end of a session, which yeah. would have been, I oh, would have been like 13, 14 K. And I was just, you know, exhilarated to run with these guys. And yeah, yeah, yeah I was, you know, over race pace and these guys were not jogging. They were, you know, they were still running at probably three minute 30 kind of pace, but I hung yeah. on. And I think it made me an athlete. And I kind of, I still think that today that um, if people can train in groups, um, there's more gains to be made, really. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, you all struggle together, but your, your bond grows stronger through that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a solo sport, you know? No, uh, not at all. No. Yeah. No, there's, but, um, but no, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of um, opportunity, I think. I mean, the, tr- the thing is, I, a lot of people enjoy the s- solitude of a run, but it is, there's a beauty in the, in running with a group or that feeling when you're running with, with someone else or another. And, and when you're all lockstep, I just love that feeling. And everyone's just, and then there's, and then there's a, a lull in the conversation and, you know, and everyone's just trotting along and it feels really, there's something very primal about it. You're like running with a, with a, a, a herd. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a great feeling. But um Oh indeed, yeah. 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 And like you said, Dan, you know, the the trail communities um is so supportive to everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're at the front or you know, you're a back marker and whatever. Um we all yeah. seem to get along. It doesn't doesn't matter. And I think you don't get that so much when you're like a road runner. Um, you know, you finish, you've gone home and people are finishing like a marathon three hours after you. Well, you're never going to see them, but out on the trails, yeah, you more often do, and I think people wait about more than they would do. So I think it's more of a community kind of sport, yeah, than yeah. Uh, than the road. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's it, it's great. They're, I I think they're both legit and pretty good. But um, but yeah. So um, I think that might be a good spot to uh to sort of wrap this up, uh, Steve. And um, yeah, cheers. Thanks for the chat, mate. No, that's all right. I just um, would, did you? Uh, what's on the horizon for twenty twenty three for for Steve Brennan? Um, from, from me, uh, well, running wise, um, I've got a problem with my knee at the moment, so I probably need somewhere down the line um, knee reconstruction, which oh. is not the best. Um, no. So I've you know I've taken up uh, one of my son's rides mountain bikes, so I picked up a mountain bike and I've had to go on that. I like that. Um, oh, nice. I've just picked up a road bike as well, and I realised that you know I've still got a bit of an engine. Um, if I haven't got to use my, you know, uh, slapping my foot on the floor and um, hurting my knee, yeah, it seems as though through um, through uh, bike riding, then um, you know I might have a new, a new sport. Nice. So there's that from that perspective. From the other side, um, I'm continuing. I'm, I do uh, weapon run coaching and um, Vic Trail and mountain runners. Um, so that's always growing and always keeps the interest there. Um, just helping people out, you know, I'm that kind of guy who tries to help people out in oh, all yeah. manners. Um, and I think with um, with the with the rise of trail running, I'm trying to help in a way um, the elite, um, but also I'm just trying to create like a, a junior kind of squad as well, really. Um, that will be like a feeder to hopefully national teams in three or four years' time. So that's kind of the plans for, for weapon run coaching um, yeah. Yeah. At, at the present time. 
but we'll see where it goes. You know, it's quite organic, and um, um, uh, the future looks better, I think, for Australian mountain running and trail running. So I'm just trying to help with um, all the information that I've gained over the years and the experience to try and help others. Yeah, well, you've um, no, it's absolutely it is exciting, and you've absolutely you've helped a lot of people who listen to this will be um there's some good there's some solid gold training advice in there so yeah yeah no it's all learned you know it's like life isn't it it's learned experiences from other people you listen to a lot and you take hopefully the golden threads from you know um other people's uh plans and what you've what you've um what you've explored yourself and found out is is the better way and then you just try and tweak it for other athletes to make it work for them as well yeah excellent all right brilliant thanks a lot steve cheers mate take care bye